What do you eat for Thanksgiving dinner? The prosecutor was leaning on the wooden beam in front of the jury box, gazing calmly at me. What a weird question. Well, I'm vegetarian, so just about all the usual foods except for turkey. Okay. And how would you feel the next day? Would you be willing to get on a scale and weigh yourself? What? Why is she asking me this? No way, there's no point in me doing that. I know I ate way too much. She smirked and walked away to write something down on her notepad. This little exercise was a test for jury duty on a DUI case. As it turned out, the first few days were pretty boring. The case seemed like it should be an open and shut case. The defendant, who was accused of driving drunk, didn't have any priors, no one had been injured, and there wasn't any major damage to either vehicle. Why are we even here? Slowly, piece by piece, the prosecutor laid out her story for the eight of us in the jury box. First, she brought a man and woman to the witness stand. This was the couple who were in the car that got rear-ended by the alleged DUI driver. Then, she brought up the first arriving officer on the scene. And finally, another officer who tried to get the defendant to take a breathalyzer test. At this point, it's still pretty boring but things were getting ready to take an interesting turn. Towards the end of the trial, the prosecutor showed us what was probably the most powerful piece of evidence. It was cell phone footage from the night of the defendant's arrest. It was very compelling, and quite methodically, the prosecutor had primed us for this very moment. While watching the video, the defendant had, in fact, been behaving like someone very much under the influence. Contrary to her claims that she wasn't intoxicated, we saw the defendant refusing to take the breathalyzer test, resisting arrest, and yelling at the driver of the other car. Rather than the prosecutor simply telling us the defendant was misbehaving, we saw it unfold right before our very eyes. In the prosecutor's closing argument, she walked up to the jury box once more. During jury selection, I asked each of you if you'd get on the scale the day after Thanksgiving and each one of you said no, because you knew you were guilty of eating too much on Thanksgiving. She took her time, looking at each of us one by one. She let the words hang in the air. I smirked. Well, the defendant is no different. She wouldn't take the breathalyzer test because she knew she had been drinking the night of the accident. She knew she was guilty. It was such a perfect connection. There was no arguing with that logic. Not after what we had seen on video. The verdict? Guilty. Growing up, my dad was a huge fan of crime TV shows. NYPD Blue, Law & Order, Nash Bridges, some of the happiest moments of my childhood were spent on the couch with him, trying to solve the crime before the NYPD Blue detectives did. The journey a detective takes while trying to solve the crime is incredibly exciting to me. Searching for clues, pulling on loose threads, digging deeper into personal stories, the twist and turn is the high stakes to solve the crime. Then, the detective hands over all of the evidence to the prosecutor. It is up to the prosecutor to prove to the judge and the panel of jurors that beyond a reasonable doubt, the defendant committed the crime. And this isn't an easy task. As an entrepreneur, you're faced with the same challenge. One thing you can't avoid is people have never been more skeptical than they are today. 
most have had nightmare experiences. This makes their skepticism worse and creates a giant wall between you and them. Not to mention the number of people online screaming about how great they are with the best products or services. In order to create a sustainable business, it's on you to provide proof that you're able to make good on your promises. And not just any proof, overwhelming, dramatic, emotional, influential, and visual proof. I happen to call it dramatic demonstration of proof. Like the prosecutor in that court case in the opening of this book, you methodically layer on more and more undeniable proof, all while building your case to answer the question your client or customer has in their mind, but will rarely voice out loud to you, why should I do business with you instead of someone else? Dramatic demonstration of proof is a concept I came up with a few years into my video production business. Over the years, I've been blessed to produce stories for Google, Caldwell Banker, and Steve Harvey, just to name a few. I've spent over 20 years studying the business of storytelling, more specifically studying and dissecting how celebrities from sports and music industries have leveraged their stories to create cash cows. Even as I'm writing this book, Michael Jordan and ESPN released a 10-part docuseries about his basketball career with the Chicago Bulls. Formula One is currently in season four of their docuseries on Netflix. And Demi Lovato released a docuseries about her journey to recovery after relapsing from a near-death overdose. These documentaries aren't purely for entertainment. Just listen to these quick stats. An autographed pair of Michael Jordan's shoes sold for $560,000 in an auction after release of his docuseries. Nike's Jordan brand also saw its first billion dollar quarter after the release of the docuseries. That's billion with a B. Formula One's live TV viewership grew from only 540,000 in 2018 when their docuseries first launched on Netflix to almost 1 million viewers in 2021. And at the same time that Demi Lovato released her docuseries, she released her seventh music album. The album came in at number one on Billboard's top album sales. There are huge financial upsides to pulling back the curtain on you and your business. These celebrities are playing a different game, a game you'll learn more about throughout this audio experience and in the audiobooks to follow this one. This is the first of a three book series I'm doing on the business of storytelling. If you've ever struggled to consistently attract the right kind of client, tell your story in a way that's compelling and captivating, or show the value your business creates for your clients, this audio experience will open your eyes to a new and different way to break through those barriers. First of all, how do you think about brand? And then tell us about what you mean by brand story, please. What's most important to me for a brand is that it's not enough to tell your story. It's not enough to tell people who you are and tell them what you stand for. What's important is for them to see it, to show them dramatic demonstration of proof if you're going to make this claim like I do, like I make a claim that I am a documentary filmmaker who helps entrepreneurs tell their story so that they can make more money, right? Yeah. If I say that I need to prove that, and how do I prove it? Partially through the videos that are on my website, mm -hmm. through the roadmap process, through an email series that I send someone that wants to become my client, right? Mm -hmm. Breaking down the entire process. To me, that is the most important thing as... We have all of these platforms like social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, now TikTok. 
mm-hmm. right? It's important to show, not just tell. One thing I've learned is hearing something said 1,000 times is not as powerful as seeing it once for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? It's whole like a picture is worth a thousand words, but it's like the video version. It's the more exactly. activated version. <laughs> exactly. And it's not just you standing in front of the camera talking. Yeah. It is seeing real life happen. And that's what I love about documentary filmmaking. Yeah. It's, I'm on the wall. I'm mm-hmm. just seeing real life happen. Yeah. If we take the first 60 seconds of Stephen George Eye's documentary, I encourage yes. everyone. I just, I just looked at it again. I've already watched it once. But <laughs> If you look at the first 60 seconds, yeah. Stephen George Eye, I've already mentioned he's a copywriter. But the first 60 seconds, we don't spend any time talking about copywriting. Instead, I show him sitting on the edge of a couch, playing a guitar, and out of nowhere, his two-year-old <laughs> daughter comes into the screen. And I'm going to leave it at that. Right. I encourage you to go watch it because (laughs) that moment, like I could tell you everything. I can say all the things that I'm saying now, but that moment when you watch it, I can guarantee one, you won't be able to stop watching it. Yeah. But two, you realize the very human moment that happens that makes you realize, oh, my gosh, this guy's he's just he's different. Yeah, he's different. And I can understand why he's a great copywriter, where his passion comes from and what makes him a great husband and father and all these other things that you don't normally get because for one reason or another, people are taught to be polished and show only the good things in your business and only talk about yeah. <laughs> your business. Well, that's not, that's not what's going to attract someone to you. Yeah. That's going to want to know, like, and trust you. So yeah, that's, that's how I see not only a brand in 2020, 2021, but also what makes a brand story is just creating that thread that allows you to really get to know this person. We're going to talk about roadmapping a lot. Roadmapping has become an integral part of my process for working with new clients. Nothing happens without it. First, roadmapping is immersive and challenging in a good way. I use roadmapping to deeply understand my clients' values and motivations, to identify their compelling stories, and to build a foundation for producing their dramatic demonstration of proof. The clients I work with are purpose-driven entrepreneurs. When I say they're purpose-driven, I mean their business is a vehicle for something they care deeply about. Throughout this book, I'm going to share behind-the-scenes stories of a handful of these clients. First, there's Keisha Dior, who now goes by Keisha Kayor. She's a makeup mogul. Dr. Tracy Lynn, a jewelry and beauty magnet. Darnielle Jervy Harmon, a high-end business coach. And Stefan Georgi, an eight-figure copywriter and entrepreneur. My clients know that to take their missions to the next level, they need to share their stories, and video is a powerful way to do that. Video allows you to give a three-dimensional view into who you are, what you stand for, and the kind of transformational impact that you create. The point of road mapping is to show you how to leverage the power of storytelling to reach your ultimate business goal. Whether it's to get more leads in your business, to convert more clients, or to help you launch a new product, Roadmapping is going to help you get there. When I'm working with a client, my responsibility during Roadmapping is to help the entrepreneur completely transform how they see themselves and their business. Like a detective, I'm digging beneath the surface. This is where Roadmapping becomes a bit challenging. Here's how my client, Stefan, puts it. And he'll ask questions, and again, he'll he'll challenge you, which I like. Because if I say some statement and I'm like, yeah, like that sounded great, like a soundbite, and they'll be like, eh, I'm not sure that's true. And then it'll like basically tell you why and then and then get you to uh, you know elucidate more. So 
yeah, I mean, I'd strongly prefer it to, to him just sort of being like a rubber stamper. Because that's useful not just for a docu-series, but it's really useful for like me as a person. Like it's good for me to really examine and evaluate like what are my core values. But it's just nice to have it explicitly laid, laid out like that as well. It's important for me to stop at this point and mention this. Roadmapping is not a free session. At the time of this recording, the investment for roadmapping is $17,000. Each client has mentioned they would have paid more for the level of transformation they received. For example, Darnielle was crying after two hours in roadmapping, having understood her why at a whole new level. And we'll talk more about why in the next chapter. By the end of Stefan's session, he had worked out how he was going to sell a very high-ticket mastermind live from stage, as well as getting dozens of previous members to sign up again, which he then did to the tune of $2.5 million. Dr. Tracy Lynn walked out of her session, turned around and said to me, with what you were able to do in there, you must be a very wealthy man. The Dramatic Demonstration book is a chance for you to create your own roadmap. Again, if you don't have the physical book or the digital book, this is the moment that you will want to purchase the book. At the end of some of the chapters, you'll find a section that says build your roadmap. This will give you the questions and the tools that you need to make sure your stories are as compelling and cohesive as possible. Can you share with the listeners a little bit about your roadmapping process? Because I think if we could connect the dots on how you do this for your clients and how you've done this for yourself, that will help really understand where you've been able to thrive. Roadmapping is a process that I use to work with clients because video is just a tool. It's like the old analogy of a hammer, right? Like someone goes to the store to buy a hammer, but it's not that they want a hammer. They want to nail a picture up on the wall, right? And so that's the ultimate result that they want. So what I think about when I go through road mapping with my clients is who are you? Right? It's not just about what you do, but who are you? What do you stand for? What are your core values? Why are you in the business that you're in? And I start there in road mapping because ultimately it's that that's going to help me understand the type of stories that we tell or the type of videos that we create. Um, and then I walk through with the client, okay, I understand who you are, I understand what you do. Now, who's the right audience and how are we going to reach that audience um, ultimately at the end? So it's it's creating this roadmap of, oh, wait, we know you want to create a video, but what do we put around this video? Like, how do we actually create this video in a way that is actually effective? Um, and so very much in the same way, I know you used a roadmap as far as like using a roadmap for my business and understanding how to grow my business. It's very much the same thing. I had to think about what the end, what I wanted to do in the end. I had to think about who I was and what I was bringing to the table. I had to think about all those things before I just think about, oh, let's create a cool video. And so that's why storytelling, I always start with storytelling. We create the video and then we we talk about how do we market this video? How do we share this video to the right audience on the right platform at the right time? I want to address this message because we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this program. And we've had a lot of people on this program in the creative space. Um, I know you're good friends with John D'Amato, who is a fun guest on this program, as well as many other people who take their art of photography or video and help to focus on, on lasering in on how they could help other businesses highlight these features. The question I guess I have is there's a lot of 
noise out there. There's a lot of competition. With the passion that you have, how do you bring that forth to connect with your target clients to help share your vision and, and their vision together? Because that's hard to do because sometimes, you know, there might be creative differences or different styles. How does Jude Charles become so successful with his customers to get their brands to shine? So that's a very fascinating question. Um, and I want to bring it to life in a very practical way. There are three things that I look for when I'm creating a story and bringing it to life. There is behind the scenes, there's live illustration, and there's social proof. And I'll go into detail with each one. But the way to really bring it to life, I think, for me right now is let's actually, if you don't mind, I want to have some fun with this. Sure. I actually want to use you as an example. I like where this is going. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm pausing right here to cut right in between this podcast because the live illustration that I did with Lou Diamond on the Thrive Loud podcast, I'm actually going to share in chapter five of this audio experience. So make sure to stick around for hearing the rest of it in chapter five. Well, I would imagine, but though I could be wrong, that you're, you know, <laughs> as part of that, that initial mapping, road mapping process, there's like, okay, what are your business goals? And I imagine this must be a bit of a dance. Of course, you're going to tell the truth. Like I hear that in you that that is absolutely going to happen. So I imagine you're making choices around how to craft that story so that it also helps him reach his goals. Yes, absolutely. So in the phase of dramatic clarity, we're talking about business goals mm -hmm. and we're talking about, okay, what is it? If we do this story series, what does it help you accomplish? And that's why we go through dramatic leverage because we're thinking, okay, if we tell this part of the story, this is why someone will fall in love with you. And this is why they'll get to understand you're the right person mm -hmm. for them to follow. Or you're the right person for them to hire. And I think through the marketing piece of it, how are you going to use it? Are you going to use it in an email marketing series? Or are you going to use it on your Facebook to do a Facebook series. For Stefan, just to give you an idea, for Stefan, it's not so much about he is doing online courses and he is teaching in front of people and he does have a mastermind. But it's not about any of those things. For him, the goal is getting more people on my email list. Uh -huh. Because if I can get people on my email yeah. list, <laughs> I can do the rest of the work, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is what gets people on the email list because you realize how real he is. I see. One of his core values was openness, mm -hmm. being transparent and being authentic. So when I'm making choices in the edit, that moment with his daughter is yeah. him being open and transparent. That's what guides how I tell the story or what story I choose to tell. Because sometimes what's, what's magical is what sometimes there's stories that they forget to tell. I had no idea that Stefan was a musician. Mm -hmm. He he mentioned to me that he worked at a music label early in his career, but I had no idea that he actually still played the guitar. Yeah. So I'm seeing real life happen. This is the truth. But then there's a, a moment like he talks about how he loves his daughter and he loves spending time with his daughter. And there's just so much he wants to show his daughter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And. I'm Again, sorry, but for every parent who's listening, just go watch that, especially yeah. everyone go watch it. But parents, I think will especially just resonate with that exchange. Well, here's what's, here's what's magical about that exchange, because one of his core values is openness. So you're seeing his transparency, you're seeing that moment happen. Another core value of his is empower. Mm -hmm. And his reaction to his daughter empowers her mm -hmm. to feel like she matters. Yeah. Right. Again, I'm searching for the truth. Yeah, you can tell me how much you love your daughter. You can yeah. tell me how much you want to do for her. But I'm searching for the truth. I'm searching for 
this happening in real life because at the end of the day, for me, it's it's very important to just tell the truth, the work that I do. I work with five clients a year, which means I get to choose what clients I work with. Yep. Part of that choice is I'm going to tell a real story. Yeah. Right? And, who's, and willing, so, who's willing to tell it with me? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so in that moment, <laughs> that as that story is unfolding, you're getting two core values happening in the exact same moment. And I don't have to see, I could tell you, oh, he's an open person and he empowers the people around him. Yeah. Or I can show it to you. In the way you see it, is it that you do this deep, deep, deep dive and really establish their brand? And is this brand like, is it naming their purpose? Is it naming those values? And, you know, I know you mentioned the sort of like three parts of your process, but how do you know when you have like articulated your brand and set yourself up for telling a good brand story by video, let's say? I am in a constant search of the truth. So even though I do road mapping and I, I get the stories and I get the core values, but I'm constantly challenging, is that, is that the truth? Yeah. When I go film with you at your home or if I go film with you at your live event and you're teaching and coaching, is it really the way that you say it is? So for example, with Stefan, you'll see this later on in his documentary, but in the first part of the documentary, he, he talks about this passion and this drive that he has for truly helping people understand what it is that he's teaching. He doesn't want to just, he, what takes him off is he sees people teaching and they just, they talk at you, yeah. not with you. Yep. Okay, that's a statement. Yeah. <laughs> How do I yep. bring that life? How yeah. do I show that? And again, this is something that you see in the documentary, but I show a moment where he does that. Mm-hmm. And you, this is stuff that you can't fake. Yeah, right? so, yep. I see. So what I'm looking for when I'm creating the story is I'm just looking for the truth. Even though I've gotten this thread and I've got an idea of what I want to create, I still have to be able to film it. I still have to be able to show proof that this is real. And sometimes the things that I had in road mapping doesn't always make it to the final edit because, again, I'm looking for the truth. I'm looking to edit. I'm looking to tell this story properly so that you you really feel like you get to know him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm looking for. I'm just I'm editing out. I'm, I'm looking for the truth. I'm not looking for what he may want to represent. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for what I see that happens in real life. All right, so here's the last thing in this introduction section. You've already heard me talk about road mapping and that road mapping is broken down into three phases. Well, this book is broken down into those same three phases of road mapping. Phase one is dramatic clarity. So we're gonna get clarity on your brand and your message, why you're in the business that you're in, who you are, what you stand for, and what makes you different. Phase two is dramatic demonstration. This is where you're going to provide visual proof of what makes you different. You're going to learn how to show that you're the premium choice over any and every other option available to your clients and customers. Remember, hearing something said 1,000 times is not as powerful as seeing it once. And then finally, in phase three, dramatic leverage, you're going to learn how to reach as many people as possible and grow your business using this one asset. Throughout this recording, I will talk about dramatic demonstration of proof in terms of creating documentaries. But what I'm really teaching are principles. Principles that can be applied in other areas of your marketing, such as when you're speaking from stage, speaking on a podcast, or even as you're creating written content. There's one thing I don't want to sugarcoat though. This is not going to be easy. It is going to require hard work on your part. I will talk more about this in the next chapter, so I won't hammer the point now. But if this scares you, just turn this off now. Seriously, there's no point in continuing. 
This is what it takes to play a different game. A game that gives you an unfair advantage. A game that allows you to leapfrog ahead of your competition. A game that will open doors to bigger opportunities for you to share your story and your message on stages you never imagined possible. It's time to stop playing small. Dramatic Clarity is our first stop. If you have the courage to do this, let's get going.